What's up? I'm Angie, and you are listening to Podcast That Pays, the podcast for online business owners who want to grow their business and sell their offers using podcasting. If you like no fluff, tell it like it is advice from a marketing-loving podcast agency owner, you are in the right place. So glad you're here. Let's dive in. Oh my God, I just want to break out in song because I'm about to tell you a story and the only thing that's going through my head is this is a story about a girl named Lucky. (laughs) If you know, you know, right? Britney Spears and I'm having flashbacks to when I was a teenager when Britney Spears was like at the height of everything just amazing and I don't know. You remember that? She's such an amazing performer. So anyway, that is the tune that's playing in my head as I'm beginning this episode, just so you know, and also so that I could get the tune stuck in your head as well. So really, this is not a story about a girl named Lucky. I don't consider myself lucky. I just am going to tell you what I did, right? So if you looked at the title of this, it's Don't Believe the Lie, You Don't Need a Big Audience. So I started my podcast. This is a story about a girl named Angie who started her podcast with a very small audience and still got results. Now, first, I want to stress to you, I want to explain, not stress, that's not the right word. I want to explain to you what a small audience is because everybody's idea of this might be different. So I I just am going to share where I was at with my audience and what that really looked like. So you have an idea of what that looked like for me and what I was able to accomplish with that. Because a lot of people talk this, talk that talk, talk that shit about you need a big audience or, or maybe that's just what you've talked to yourself. So you think you have to wait for this perfect time when really, really, we can really chalk that up to another excuse, another thing that people say that just keeps them from starting the damn podcast. Okay, because that is literally what happens. We just use excuse after excuse after excuse. So my audience, this is what I mean by a small audience. I had just started my life coaching business right after pivoting from network marketing. God help us all. (laughs) I was terrible at network marketing. I had just started. So I, I had just pivoted. So I didn't really have an audience for life coaching. Okay. I hadn't gotten one client yet. No clients. No one had purchased anything from me for life coaching yet. I had maybe, I don't know, a thousand people on my IG, but I wasn't really consistent on IG. Like at this time, it it wasn't where I spent most of my time. I still spent most of my time on Facebook, but I had about a thousand people and it was mostly people that I knew from my life, friends and family, people from high school, all of that. And I think maybe at this time, I had started a Facebook group, but there were like 30 folks inside. Um, Also, this, I had no list. This was non-existent. So this is what I mean by small. Like this is small. This is like little to none. And my first move that I made, which 
seems really counterintuitive for a lot of people was to do my podcast. Okay. That was like one of the first pieces that I put into my marketing strategy was a podcast. And a lot of people don't agree with this or think that this isn't right. So why why do people say this? What's behind the having the big audience? Well, if you think about it, when people do have big audiences and you'll see them, you know, influencers all the time or people who have big audiences and then start podcasts, what happens? They, you know, shoot up in the charts. They get lots of opportunities. They have, you know, they'll get deals with a, you know, podcast network or media company and they'll have immediate sponsorships and they get ranked up high. Okay. And that can matter. It making your show popular can matter to you and to what your goals are. And, and you'll hear me repeat the same thing throughout this entire podcast. It depends on your goals. It depends on your goals. It depends on your goals, right? But this is kind of like a catch-22 because it's like start a podcast to expand your reach and get in front of more people and build credibility and all those things that I talked about in episode one. But then it's like, but also you need to have a big audience before you start your podcast. And it just isn't true, depending on your goals. Once again, if you wanted to really truly wait and have a big audience because you did want to skyrocket to the new and noteworthy, you want to get all these rankings, cool. Just recognize that that could take you years, 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 years of building an audience and potential missing out on opportunities money from clients, getting more clients, converting more people while you're waiting to build an audience to start your podcast. So it's just about understanding the the trade-off and understanding what your goals are and what it is that you really want. Hey, if you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, I really need to up my podcasting game or you want to start utilizing your show more for your business to get more leads and sell more offers, then I want you to come over to podcastthatpays.com and check out the podcast collab lab. That's podcastthatpays.com and check out what we're doing over there. I would love you to join us. Okay, back to the show. So this is why I focus on conversions and long-term growth. I, foc- I focus on conversions because if you're focused on conversions and not, you know, the numbers necessarily of your downloads or your rankings or if you're on the new and noteworthy, then you'll always win because it doesn't matter if 10 people are coming to your podcast. If you convert one of those 10, that's beautiful, That's a win. That is a win. And my clients convert people who are who who are selling into their mastermind, into their high ticket programs. Can you imagine? So you're selling something for three thousand dollars and you convert one person out of ten. That's awesome. Even if you hire me to produce your podcast, you're getting back your return and investment from one person. That's that that's what you want, okay? Maybe. (laughs) Is that what you want? Or is what you want to have a top drink podcast and, you know, get sponsorships and sell other people's shit and, you know, whatever, have the fanfare. That's cool. You can want that also. And if it is, then that's, this is probably not 
the podcast for you because this podcast is all about let's build our business and build our marketing strategy around podcasting. And that doesn't mean we have to have a big audience. That does not require that. So I got my very first client from live coaching from my podcast. She messaged me. She said, I I still remember it very vividly because I loved her so much. And she, there was so much joy and celebration around getting this first client. She messaged me and she said, Angie, I binged your entire podcast and I, I want to hire you. How, how do I do this? I don't even know if I have the money to do this, but like what, how much does this cost? I got to make this work. You're awesome. And it was such a beautiful moment for me. And it was someone I had never talked to, had any interaction on any social media or anything before who'd been listening in the background, Right. This is so beautiful. It doesn't have to take a long time. I want to say my podcast was launched maybe maybe a month before this happened. And, and then she reached out to me. Okay, so it doesn't have to. You hear people say, and I just said, conversions and long-term growth. But that doesn't mean it has to be the long game. It doesn't mean that you can't convert right away. But you do also want to focus on long-term growth because the long-term growth is what's going to help build sustainability in your marketing for your business. And we'll talk, we'll talk more about that. But, and, and, and also you want your podcast to grow with you and, and it will if you're doing the right things. So what does it mean to focus on conversions? How do you do that? How do you set your podcast up in a way that supports you focusing on conversions? Well, there's several different ways you can do it. Like you can make sure that you align your new seasons with your new, with your offer launches, With any launches or offer drops that you have, you align a new season and its content around whatever that offer is. That's a way you focus on conversions with your podcast. That's one way. Um, Actually selling in your episodes, making sure that people know where to go next, what to do next. Like, I want you to do X, Y, Z, seeding your offers. I know that you've already heard me talk about clients and how I get clients and how I work in production. Like that way, you know, I'm a business, you know, I'm a business and, and you know that if you resonate with me, you know that you could hire me to produce your podcast. You should know if you don't now, you know, right? So you want to make sure that you're actually selling, you have a commercial in there that's giving people the next steps and telling them what to do. You you create content that is about shifting beliefs, shifting the way people see certain things, making them, showing them what they believe now and, and showing them something different, a new alternative thing, storytelling to get them to see what you know, what's possible for them. But creating that content that really converts, that really like is specific to the thing that you're offering is really important. And that's how you create a conversion-driven podcast. Having a podcast funnel. Having a podcast funnel is important. And by funnel, my first funnel was come to my Instagram and tell me in my DMs what you think about this episode. I really like to talk to you. And I really went hard on that. I really, really, really went hard on that. I really was like, hey, come to my, you know, Instagram DMs. And I would also share about someone who already came to my Instagram DMs and what kind of conversation we had. Or I would just say, oh my God, you know, I love it when you come to my DMs. Someone came in my DMs the other day. 
you know, just to share it and make it seem like it was a more attainable thing or like it was a fun thing. And I closed sales right there in my DMs and that was my funnel. Now we can create more sophisticated funnels than that and and we do, but it doesn't have to start out as something that is super sophisticated or complicated. It doesn't. But you do need to tell them what to do next, right? And so that that could mean you're setting your podcast up as the top of funnel for people, meaning this is how people are finding you. And then now we want to take them through and nurture them. This could be something where you put a couple episodes in a funnel um, like in an email, if you do an email sequence with, you know, you have an opt-in and then the second email is like, hey, get to know me more. And then you have embedded three episodes that really tell about what you do. And and so those people are not only coming to your podcast and helping your podcast get more exposure and downloads and listens, whatever, but they're also really getting to know you better because podcasting is so intimate. And it's like a crash course. And and it's like, now we're putting our content, our podcast content to work for us, which is great and which is what you want. And you also want to set up your podcast in a way that's able to measure to track metrics and and to collect data that's going to help us and inform us of these conversions. So you can't know if your podcast is converting if all you ever do is look at downloads. Like this is why I and and I'm not I'm not even going to pretend like I'm anti-downloads because I look at them and it's fun to see, but it's not a metric that tells you anything about how this is converting. So how how is it converting? How do you know? You have to set your podcast up to be able to see if they're going to the landing page that you're driving them to. Once they get there, are they taking action? Is this the right thing to be sending people to after my podcast? These are all things we're going to explore further in this podcast, but that's what it means to set up a podcast for conversions and not just for downloads or listens. So long-term growth and the power of evergreen content is also really important here. It's, and, and remember, I said that your podcast can grow with you. And one of the most key fundamental things that you can do in the beginning of your podcast is really pay attention to, to search engine optimization, to SEO. Really pay attention to it from the beginning. What would someone be searching for? And this is a long-term growth play by the way, is your SEO. So what can you put in place from the beginning that means, and this is why I love and get so excited about podcast content, is because now if you put this in place, let's say I have this episode that I'm creating right now about you don't need a big audience. Now, what would someone be searching to find this episode? They'd probably be searching, is it best to have a big audience before you start your podcast? Should I wait until I have a big audience to start my podcast? So if I can position this episode where those people who go to Google and search that can find this, then what happens to this podcast episode over time? It grows. It continues to grow. It continues to attract. It only gets more popular in search. This month I had in my mastermind, I had a guest SEO expert in there and she shared with us something that was so awesome. 
and and this is counterintuitive to what lots of people think about podcasts is that 50% of her downloads per month come from her older podcast episodes and not her newer ones, her older ones. And that to me is beautiful. Think about how much effort you put into creating social media posts. Just think about if you just sat down and created one podcast episode that's actually going to grow and be just as much or bigger impact in the long run than having to create new episodes every single day or new social media posts, right? So the long-term growth of this is it will grow your audience long-term. So you don't need to start with a big audience. That's my point for saying that, is you don't necessarily have to start with a big audience because this is something that can grow with you. That is super powerful, okay? And, and especially if you're just starting your business, is super, super, super powerful. And the power of the evergreen uh, content is that this, it, this can become the anchor of everything that you do. It becomes the anchor. It becomes the, now it's time to go create social media content. So I can now take this episode and now I can make a reel out of this. Like, do you think you need a big, you know, audience? I could do a, a story on my Instagram. I could do a TikTok, several TikToks on different angles of this. I could do a, um, now I can do three social media feed posts on this. I could write an email about this. And now, and, and in those in those posts, my call to action could be, hey, come listen to this episode if you want to learn more about not having a big audience and if you need it or not. Like that becomes the anchor. Now I don't have to work as hard to figure out what's the content that I'm going to create from my social media because I have it right here. And I love that. And that's what I mean by long-term growth, the power of evergreen content. So it doesn't all have to come. Like it serves you way more than just having a big audience to rank you somewhere in the beginning. And you also get to use your podcast as a place to send people to get to know you and get them warmed up to you. So if someone's like, I want to learn more about what you do, you can send them right to the podcast. It's beautiful. In your um, Instagram bio, in your Facebook, in your TikTok bio, you're going to send them to your podcast. It's a beautiful platform to warm people up for people to get to know you and know what you're about and be able to convert them. Okay, so listen, I, I, I rock team conversions all day long and you should too. It doesn't matter if you have a big audience or not, you can still get conversions from day one. And you actually should be setting your podcast up for that. So stick around and make sure you follow this podcast. I'm telling you, follow me, follow this podcast, because I can promise you if you do, this is exactly what you're going to learn how to do. So thank you so much for showing up here. I appreciate you. I love you. I love if you come over to my Instagram and say hi to me at Angie M. Jordan. I still, still, still love that. And I will see you in the next episode. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, head over to podcastthatpays.com to get started on your way to creating a podcast that pays. And don't forget to follow this show and take a screenshot that you were listening and tag me on Instagram at Angie M. Jordan. I'd love to meet you and show you some love over there. Thank you so much for being here. I love you. Let's get this money.